0: Are you tired of making New Year's resolutions that you've forgotten about or given up on by mid-February, if not sooner? Have you ever heard of one word, my one word? I started my one word, Resolves, about five or six years ago. I've chosen words such as courage, clarity, focus, and trust. And today, I want to do something a little different on the show. I want to share this concept with you and teach you how to adopt it as your own. And then I'll also be sharing some stories with you from a few other people that I've met who wanted to share what choosing a one word has done for them over the years. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to the Starting Over Stronger Show, where you'll find help and hope for your divorce survival and recovery. Divorce well, live well.
0: Okay, so I am going to let you in on an often ignored or unacknowledged truth change is possible. But it requires not only your intention, but the right kind of focus. So when the new year is approaching, I say forget new gym memberships that you won't use or the newest extreme fad diets that won't last and forget expensive planners or going into debt, buying new Rubbermaid to organize the basement. Let's forget entirely about resolutions. Yes, of course, resolutions are a way to try to focus, but sometimes that's in an overly simplified way. And almost always, resolutions are, more importantly, not at all about the root causes, the philosophies or the character traits that keep leading us in the directions we don't want to go. We don't want to be so focused on what we don't want, but rather on what we do and how we can get there. And resolutions to lose 20 pounds, for example, are often based on the fact that we're tired of being overweight, right? And when you break your resolve, then what? You quit, right? There's no room for the process of growth in your standard New Year's resolution. On the other hand, a one-word resolution is centered on our hope for the year ahead, who we want to become, what we want to achieve, maybe who we believe God wants us to be, and the transformative process of getting there. We need to get at the heart of what needs to be revolutionized deep down inside of us to inform us or give us energy to do these things that we want to do and to make things become a reality in our lives that we've been struggling with. So it's no longer, okay, I have to lose 20 pounds or 40 pounds or whatever it is, and I'm going to go to the gym four times a week until I do. Now, it's what is it that's missing in my life, in my brain, the way my brain works, or just my uh, values, maybe, that leads me to make poor food choices or to continue to choose to be sedentary rather than active? Journaling about the heart of these matters, such as this might lead you to a one word like discipline or health. When you realize the issue that we've talked about before, losing 20 pounds, going to the gym four times a week, when you realize that issue isn't really about weight, it's really actually about something else entirely, that's when you can choose a one word that's really going to get at the heart of the issue, which might be a lack of discipline, or it might be when you think about wanting to make your health a priority so you can enjoy your grandchildren more and for longer. At the heart of the matter, one word really is like your why. It's getting down below the surface to help you define your why. Have you heard about the importance of defining your why as part of mapping out success in any area of your life? If not, maybe this will make a lot of sense to you. But if so, certainly, I'm sure this will resonate. This is why I chose to use one word as my focus for the next 12 months, because I knew the resolutions weren't working because they were just barely scratching the surface of what was really the struggle underneath. So I choose just one word to be my focus for the next 12 months to help me stay tuned into the fuel or the why that I need to make positive changes that are actually going to last beyond February. So let's start with one story from my treasure trove of one words. It was the year 2020. I had chosen the word focus, because there was an overall sense that I had been feeling for a long time of doing too many things, feeling like I could not focus. Plus, it was the year 2020. Get it? Focus. 2020 vision. Okay. So anyway, I started journaling. And if you know me at all, you know this is common practice for me with a lot of things. Work it out on the page. The more I wrote, the more I explored what I wanted to envision for the coming year. And what I wanted more than anything was to feel like I had clarity in several different areas of my life. And so it was easier for me to pare it down to that single word of focus by simply brainstorming and journal prompting to get there. And so I'm going to talk to you about those two different methods. The first one is brainstorming. Another method that you that you can use is journal prompting. And I'm going to talk about that here in just a moment. So first of all, brainstorming. This is simply just writing possible words. Your one word is most likely not going to be the very first word that comes to your mind when you start thinking about one word. Maybe you've already been thinking about one as I've been talking. And yet, then again, it might. But one way to know for sure is to brainstorm. And your one word is most likely going to be a noun or a verb mini grammar lesson. A noun is a subject, a thing, a state, or a quality. A verb is an action word, doing word, a function, sometimes even a mood. So now you're just literally going to brainstorm. And and the easiest way to do this is set a timer for one minute and make it your goal to keep your pen moving constantly, no matter what words come out on the paper. And so I'm just going to throw out a bunch of examples of words that you might want to consider and that might come to mind for you when you do brainstorming. Words like listen, joy, brave, surrender, balance, contentment, peace, bold, change, fearless, confident, grateful, faith, growth, discipline, grace, release, freedom, purpose, Believe, enough, simplify, focus, gratitude, strength, renew. And there's so many more. So just try that exercise first to just write as many words as you can think of nouns and verbs that would make sense for you for your life to consider as a possible one word for you. And then the next step would be a writing prompt. So my suggestion to you whether or not you brainstorm words first is just to start writing from a prompt. Just write and see what comes out. And here are some prompts that might help you to get started. What do I want to see in my life this coming year? What kind of person do I want to become? What drives me deep in my soul? What's in my heart? What's in my way? Who do I envy? And what is it about them that I wish was true about me? What are one to three of my biggest struggles from this past year? And can I see a central obstacle to all of those issues? And after you've brainstormed and journaled through a few prompts, or maybe several or all of those prompts or more, read back through all of it. Have a highlighter and every single word that resonates with you as you're reading through it all, highlight it. Now, you're going to have to be careful here because it would be really easy since all of them have some kind of meaning for you or they wouldn't be on the paper. You're going to have to really look for what really, truly hits hard. It's a real strong resonation. Like, you know this could potentially be the word. Otherwise, your whole paper is going to be highlighted. But just try to f- pick, you know, say no more than 10 words to begin with. And so then the next step would be to write all those highlighted words on a new page and read through those and see if any kind of a theme is emerging or if at this point something really is starting to stand out to you. You can even be a word nerd like me and get a dictionary or thesaurus app on your phone or just look it up on your computer, dictionary.com. And put some of the words in and look through their synonyms and see what you like. It's really all about what you like. There is no right or wrong. You decide what's rising to the surface. Sometimes praying, meditating, or talking to a friend at this point can be very defining. Share more with them about your journaling experience and the questions and the words that are coming up for you. And maybe because they know you and they have that outside view of you, maybe they can say that they could really see one or the other of these words really making sense for you. And then once you sense that there is a single word that continues to show itself to you in a variety of ways, and I promise you will surrender to it. Now, there might be 10 words that you like for different reasons, but you have to resist the temptation to promise to do them all, because we cannot focus on 10 things at once and do any of them well. So see if there is a single word that blends many of these ideas or simply commit to one of the words that seems to be resonating well with you. Now, while we're on the subject of there being too much to feel like you can narrow it down to one, I want to blend in another concept here from a totally different book that I'm currently reading called The 12-Week Year. It's a best-selling book about making smaller, more achievable goals more often. And as I was thinking about one word and, and writing and talking to you about the concept of one word... I was thinking about some new concepts that I'm reading as I listen to the audiobook for the 12-week year. And borrowing this concept, I believe that for the very driven among us anyway, it makes total sense to make smaller goals more often within the realm of one words too. And so as I thought about it, I wanted to just kind of throw this out as an option for you. I think what I'm going to be doing is just really giving some, some thought to how I can apply that in my own decision this coming month as to what my word is going to be for 2022. But I want to start by sharing my 2021 word as an example of one way that you could do this. So in 2021, my one word was trust. And as I often do, I because I love graphic design, and I like to visualize, I'm a visual learner. So I created a colorful graphic that explained what this one word meant to me. And this doesn't always happen this way. But this time, it turned out that my one word vision kind of was fourfold. So for 2021, again, my one word was trust. And the way that I broke this down in this visual, visual graphic that I've created is trust God, trust myself, trust my tribe, and trust the process. And so for trust God, I had a little description under each one. For trust God, I had by focusing on prayer and meditation and staying attuned to my relationship with God and his spirit within me. And for Trust Myself, I had by saying my positive affirmations, not overthinking things, believing my gut, and continuing to move forward. And for Trust My Tribe, I put that I wanted to know who belongs in my circle, be there for them, and open myself up fully to them in meaningful ways. In other words, being vulnerable and transparent. And in number four, trust the process by taking life one day at a time, one moment at a time, knowing that it's all coming on time, and nothing is ever wasted with God. Are you struggling to decide whether divorce is the right decision for you, or just tired of feeling like you're broken and everything is all your fault? The decision of how and whether to leave a toxic relationship can take years without good support from people who understand the starting over stronger toxic relationship recovery support group is designed with you in mind led by me, Certified Divorce and Life Transition Coach, Annie Allen, and with a small group of women in your shoes. You're going to find understanding here. We're going to talk about the patterns of these relationships and what you can do about them. There are currently two weekly groups running, one on Monday evenings at 6 p.m. Central and the other on your Wednesday lunch hour at noon Central. So whether you need an evening or a daytime group to to meet your needs for privacy during this call, please consider joining us. If you're interested in learning more, just send an email with your interest from your secure email address that only you have access to to Annie at startingoverstronger.com. And if you're in a controlling or abusive relationship, wondering how you could ever be a part of a support group like this without putting yourself at risk. Or exposing your desire to leave, please indicate that in your email and we can discuss solutions. You can make this work. And I know you feel alone, but you're not. Reach out and find the help you need. So these were kind of just a natural way that it became kind of a fourfold thing for me. So using this as an example, now with the 12 week year concept in mind. You could choose the word trust for your 2022 one word, and then break it up into trust God, trust myself, trust my tribe, trust the process into four 12-week focuses. So in other words, January, February, and March would be your trust God focus. April, May, June, trust yourself, you get the idea. So likewise, you could choose health for the year, and you could break it up into spiritual health, physical health, financial health, or emotional health as sub-focuses for each 12-week period. So whether you choose one word for the whole year, or you break it up into 12-week years and choose a new word every three months, the one-word experience, I promise, is going to provide you with a lens to see the changes that you need to make, as well as a way to determine whether or not change is actually happening. So resolutions of any kind, and that does include one words, they're hard, and staying focused on them is hard. But it will help you to struggle in the right direction so that you can actually see progress, feel, and experience when change is happening for you, when God is working in your life. So next, I want to talk about how to implement the one word. You may be wondering, okay, now I go through all this trouble and I finally figure out what my word is going to be. Now, what am I going to do with it? Well, this is where the fun starts. It's totally up to you. Sky's the limit. As I mentioned, my favorite first step is to create a visual. And frankly, it's very easy to just go out on the internet and search by whatever word you come up with. And just click images in the search and come up with all kinds of great graphics that somebody else has already created that you can borrow. And you're not making any money on them and publishing them. So you're not violating anyone's intellectual property by doing that. Just print it and put it all over your house. But if you have the skills and you want to create something fun, then go for it. Make it look like whatever you want it to look like and then save that image everywhere. I put it on my phones, on my desktop screensavers, on my wallpapers, on my computer. I print it and put it anywhere and everywhere that I'm going to see it and recite it often. On the mirror, uh, where I get ready, you know, whatever works for you. If you've got a cubicle at work, that's a great place. Out of sight is out of mind. And we definitely don't want that here. So we want you to see this word everywhere you go. Because every time you see it, your brain's going to be firing more synapses of where to go and how to get there, right? So another way to keep your one word top of mind is to continue to journal about it often. Daily would be amazing, but weekly or even monthly check-ins with yourself would also be great. Ask yourself questions. That's always a great journal prompting exercise. Start with questions like Am I feeling more? Fill in the blank with whatever your one word is. What examples have I seen of ways that I've adapted more toward? Fill in the blank. Say your word is trust. You could ask yourself questions like In what ways am I trusting myself or trusting God more? In what ways can I better embrace trust? what are some of my next best steps on this journey? And there's a zillion more questions. And really, if you just sit there with a pen hovered over a piece of paper, they come, I promise, give it time. And then really, the next recommendation that I have for you is just to trust the process. Be aware that as you start this new process of resolving for change, just like any new process that you start, choosing it, and living it out is not going to feel natural. It's not going to flow right away perfectly. It may feel awkward at first, but the key is to stay tuned into the process, keep journaling, keep visualizing, keep saying positive affirmations, and it's going to begin to flow over time more and more. And, you know, like any good thing in life, you do have to remind yourself of why you're doing this, because it's easy to give up on things. And the reason you want this transition in your life, the reason you would try the one word resolution method is because there's something you need or want that you don't currently have present in your life. So give it time and stick with it. And one final suggestion that I have to help solidify your commitment to share your journey and to encourage others to be their imperfectly perfect selves, share your one word all the time. Every chance you get with friends and family, on social media, with coworkers, the more you share your journey, the better and the more likely that you are to see success. This, this shame cycle, that keeps us all stuck in behaviors and choices that we really don't feel good about is destroyed when we get it out in the open. Shame is a gremlin that cannot stand the light. So the transparency and vulnerability that you show when you share your goals and dreams along with your struggles and the painful baby steps that you have to take to get there can literally change the world. And if that doesn't light your fire, It could even just change one someone that you love's life forever. And guess what? That someone might be you. Now that you understand what the one word concept is, and how to implement it, and how to make it a reality in your life, I'd like to share some stories with you. Sometime back, I reached out to the community of divorce survivors on the Starting Over Stronger After Divorce Facebook page. If you haven't joined us there yet, please do. Again, that's Starting Over Stronger After Divorce. It's a Facebook group. And you can join there and participate and ask questions, share stories share funny memes, laughter's good medicine, share all the funny stuff and just keep it positive, find the support and encouragement you need as you also offer that to others as we all walk through this season of transition. So there on that page, I found a handful of people who have used the one word method of resolutions each year, or have at least tried it a few times and wanted to tell their stories. So I hope that these stories give you some great ideas, along with the suggestions that I have shared here today for journaling, and for brainstorming to come up with a one word for your 2022. So enjoy these stories. And I'll see you again here next Wednesday for more help as you divorce and hope for starting over stronger. Thanks for joining me today, Jody. Would you tell us a little bit about your one word journey as far as what led you to choosing to do one word resolutions?
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, I believe my first one word was in 2011, I believe. So I was, I'm in was selling homes, real estate agent, and I was introduced to having an assistant. So my word that year was going to be leverage. Okay. I thought if I hired an assistant that I would make less money. Yeah. Right. So my word was leverage and I wasn't real familiar with like as kind of savvy as I am now with my one word, but that was my my very first one word year.
0: Okay. Very good. And so why do you think that you chose to do One Word? What was it about it that resonated with you?
1: Well, I, at that time, I um, was going through some life changes and, you know, you have the resolutions and things like that, never stuck to those. So I'm like, well, what if I listened to some of these people who talk about, you know, having one need? word to lead you through the year. And so that's what I decided to do that year. I'm like, I'm just going to go with one word.
0: Okay. Very good. What would you say is the most meaningful one word you've ever chosen? Does one rise to the surface for you?
1: Yes. So I can't remember what year it was. I think it was probably four years ago, three or four. I used the word simple. Okay. Simple. As I grew in using my one word, I gave it a definition. Okay. Um, so simple at that time was keeping, just keeping things simple, pretty basic, but also simplifying life. Right? Okay. Like, are there things that I need to get rid of to be more simple <laughs> to not be so hectic, saying yeah. no to some things, right? So just keeping it simple, simplifying, that was That word really, yeah, that one was pretty powerful.
0: And how did that, how did you implement it into your life? What kinds of Um, things did you do to remind yourself of that word as the months went on?
1: Right. Well, I had it actually, it's the only word I've done this with. Um, I had a, had it painted on a board, hashtag simple, and it was painted white and hashtag simple. The word was in black. So it was black and white. So very simple, not fancy. um, And I just had that on my desk. And that's funny you ask that because that is the only word I've ever had painted (laughs) on a piece of work. And and (laughs) that's probably
0: why it's that memorable, right? Right. (laughs) And I'm glad you said that because one of the ways I implement is with visualization. So I create something whether that's, you know, like you said, uh, an actual physical object, or Uh you can create an electronic image or anything like that, that would just be something that you're going to see as often as possible. And that helps you to remember. What kind of struggles did you face as you tried to simplify? What what things did you find it hard to do as far as your one word goes?
1: So the hardest thing to simplify was really my thinking, right? Like Mm -hmm. I tend to overthink things. And so you had keeping that word top of mind Mm -hmm. was like, okay, there's gotta be a simple way to do this, or there's gotta be a simple explanation for why this is happening. Or instead of like going down the, you know, rabbit hole of all the horrible things that could be why or what, I was like, you know what? There's got it, there's a simple something to this. Like let's let's figure it out. So it really helped me kind of stop myself and go, where's the simplicity here? Where is it?
0: Very good. And what victories did you see that year? What did it work? Did you feel like you had simplified your life by the end of the year?
1: Well, (laughs) yes. So it was it was it's weird because I was in a position at the beginning of the year that I was not in at the end of the year due to working through some of that simplifying. Okay, <laughs> right? I made <laughs> a, I made a decision um, professionally, and I'm yeah. like, this isn't simple anymore, and I don't know how to create simplicity with it. So clearly, there's another choice or option here.
0: Okay. And then, you know, I don't know how many years ago that particular word choice was, but how do you feel like that progress has held over the course of time?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 And then I usually take like the word from the year before and with my word for the next, you know, this year and kind of double down on it right? So I just keep stacking them on each other. I don't just go, oh, well, that was last year's word. No, I still like, okay, still carry that through to this year with a, on top of a new word. Yeah.
0: Very good. Do you know yet what your one word will be for 22?
1: I do. And um, I always tell people that I coach that your word will find you. You will not find your word. <laughs> That's and a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're struggling to find your word, quit looking for it <laughs> because
0: you're,
1: you're not letting it find you. And um, I was having a conversation and looking at some different, again, professional options. And I said, Well, I want to make an impact. Like I want to be where I will make an impact. So Mm -hmm. impact is my word. And it found me. And now I define on I want to make an impact on, you know, in what I'm doing. And I also want to be impacted. So I always look now, what am I going to be able to do with it? And what is it going to be able to do for me?
0: Yeah, very good. Well, thank you again for sharing with us today to help others as they're on their first, maybe uh, one word journey. This gives them some ideas to work from. So thank you.
1: Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Thank you for sharing your story with us today, Judy. Uh, Would you start by telling us how many times you've chosen a one word and what this concept has meant to you? Um, for me,
2: I think I started about four years ago and okay. it was really part of a group that I was in and it, it, that was where it first came up. Um, and so it really becomes for me, it's more like in choosing a word is the theme for the year and what what maybe it is what I want to accomplish from a personal standpoint or from a, a professional standpoint as an overlying theme.
0: I like that. That's a, that's a good word for it, a theme. What is the most meaningful
2: one word you've ever chosen? That would be simplify. Okay. And I chose that that two years ago, and Mm -hmm. um, I had read a book by Evan Carmichael called "Your One Word," and that's how it really broke it down. And that became this is the simplify really is my overall arching theme for life in keeping that whether it's business, professional, personal, whatever. But simplify is what uh, my the word that probably means the most to me, and so this way I can gear all around that.
0: And why is that important to you? What made you choose that word? I don't,
2: I I like to keep things simple, um, whether it's simple for like for my clients, I like to keep my instruction simple for them so that they can follow through and understand it easily. And then they can also take it with them and use it when they're not with me. And same for myself, it just, as the years have gone by, it's just like, I don't, I don't want to have 40 years worth of stuff sitting in a house. I go through it once a year to try and get rid of things. And um, just keep down pairing. It's like I don't I don't need to save it just in case.
1: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, that's good. So when you when you choose a one word, um, do you have a process where you check in with yourself or how do you implement throughout the year the application of that word?
2: I usually will have it in several different places. Like I'll have it up usually in front of me in my office. I might have it on a notebook or something just so that it's it I see it frequently and it just gives me that little reminder so that as I'm doing something it's like okay is this matching with what I'm wanting you know what my word is wanting me to do or be mm-hmm. and so that this way it keeps it sort of at the forefront
1: okay
0: and what kind of struggles do you face when you uh, when you think about your one word journeys over the years what kinds of challenges do they bring to your
2: life Oh, it's is is reminding yourself and, and sort of getting yourself back on track. Um and I'll use the word you know simplify because that is you know that's my overarching word. It sounds it sounds simple, but it really isn't. It's a it's a constant process. And so it's um, about like,
0: the, the discipline of it, just having it to is. discipline yourself.
2: Yeah, and then just oh. you know reeling it back in. Um for myself personally, I have this tendency to want to take on multiple projects at the same time. And then I get frustrated because I'm not getting anything accomplished, or I haven't completed it. So it's like, okay, let's back away. let simplify. You know, like, look, what's more to simplify? What's the important. <laughs> simplify, what's, the, what's the most important one out of? If you you know say, if I have three, what's the most important one? Focus in on that and get that done, and then we'll talk about the other two. Okay.
0: And how, I'm assuming you've seen progress over the course of time in that. As far as when you first chose the word simplify versus now. You, you probably have a little bit better handle on it, even though maybe you always have room for growth.
2: Always have room for growth. Absolutely. Um, and yes, it's, so it's, you know, part of it is coming up like that is using then say taking that as my overarching word, but then having other words. Um, so my word two years ago under simplify was systems okay. because systems will simplify my life. hmm whether and then so,
0: so each word, each year, when you choose a word, it fall it falls under simplify somehow because that's your theme for life. Okay, very good. Yeah, that's a good concept. And have you already chosen your one word for twenty two, or are you working on that now?
2: Actually, it came to me uh, within the last couple of days as I was reading something, and it is intentional and purposeful. Okay. okay. So good. I think that the two of them sort of intertwine between each other. Mm-hmm. And then just at just I think that's really what I want to make sure that what I'm doing is intentional and purposeful in all aspects for this year coming up.
0: And do you think you'll pare it down to one of those words or the other? Or are you going to keep them both?
2: I'm not sure. That's why it's like I have the two at the moment. I will mm-hmm. ideally like to bring it down to one. But I'm leaning right now. I'm leaning towards intentional and being okay. intentional about what I do. And yeah. with in, in whatever I'm doing.
0: Well, they have similar meetings, but you know, yeah. I always tell people, you know, I'm I'm kind of a word nerd. So I get out the dictionary or the thesaurus app on my phone <laughs> and and really dig in and like, what does this word actually mean? You know, just because this thought I have about it might might not be exactly what it means. And and sometimes reading those those definitions or the synonyms that the thesaurus mm-hmm. gives you really helps you to understand the word better. And then one rises to the the surface because oftentimes in December, I've got two or three words rolling around in my head and I'm not yet sure which one it's going to be. And so I'll do journaling and, and you know, researching the word to kind of really pare it down for myself. So it sounds like maybe you kind of do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being here and for sharing to help others on their own one word journey. I appreciate what you've shared today.
2: Thank you very much for inviting me to, to share with you.
0: Well, good morning, and thank you for being here today, Misty, to share with us uh, your story about one word. Would you first tell us how many times you have chosen a one word and what this concept means to you overall?
3: Yeah, I think I started about in 2008 or 2009 with the whole one word idea, and I was raising four kids at the time. And the concept for me at the time was it really simplified goals and it made them attainable and doable um and so i was all about simplifying life in whatever way i could so yeah that sounds good
0: well what would you say is the most meaningful one word that you've ever chosen that kind of stands out for you
3: yeah well i had trouble remembering <laughs> all the one word. So I pulled out some old journals, and the one that stuck out uh, was just from a couple years ago. But it was actually it was from um, I guess it was from 2020, and it was believe. And um, so that year was there was a lot of challenges throughout that year that made it hard to believe and hard to keep believing. And yeah. so you know I was kind of refined in the process of the year that with that one. Uh-huh.
0: Well, so when you, when you chose the word belief, um, other than obviously the the conditions in the world and all the major changes that were happening there, what kind of struggles did you face with that concept yeah. as you went through the year?
3: Yeah. Well, so first, um, so I chose it before 2020, right? Before we True. knew anything was going to happen. Yeah. So I chose it and I'm coming in. Oh, believe, believe, you know, it's a fun word. and. Um, And so, at the first of the year, so I had been dating someone, and as we turned to the year, we'd been dating for over a year by this time, we're both older, and I kind of had in my mind that, you know, if we didn't know within a year that we were going to move towards marriage... (laughs) (laughs) That so, so the year, you know, 2020 dawned upon us and there was no evidence, uh, in our relationship that he was even thinking about moving forward in the relationship. And so I just had to sit in this really, really difficult place right at the onset of the year you know, determining what do, what do I believe about this person? What do I believe about our future? And so, so anyway, so um, we're married now. So anyway, so it all worked out, but it was, it was (laughs) right at the beginning, right, you know, right when the year dawns, like I'm challenged in that space of what are you going to believe and are you going to believe the best and, And what are you going to align your beliefs with? And all those kinds of questions. And then we turn into the pandemic. And then, um, you know, we had to move our wedding date three times. And Mm. so just the disappointment, I just felt like 2020 was a challenging year that I could stay in the place of disappointment, question things, or I could choose to believe the best and choose to believe because if you choose to believe, and that's where kind of hope comes from. So Mm -hmm. for me, so yeah. Yeah. So it was definitely challenged. Right. Well, so what ways do you implement
0: um, your focus when you choose Mm -hmm. a one word, like practically speaking, what do you do to, to utilize the word?
3: Yeah, well, I think for me, it's, you know, the mindset of, okay, this is my word. And I, after doing it all these years, I kind of have the expectation when I choose the word, it's because that word needs to be worked in me. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I don't just choose the word, you know, I pray about it. I ask the Lord, what's next year about? What do you want me to grow in? Uh, What do you want to develop in me that's an attribute of who you are? And so I come into it with that kind of mindset. And so through the year, it's like something happens that seems to be in opposition to what the word is. And so the word gives me a lens of, again, going before the Lord and saying, okay, this doesn't feel like what the word was about. How can I use this situation to cultivate to stand in to develop this character trait or this attribute. Um, yeah, so that's how I use it. It's kind of a, a filter and a lens and kind of like the, a plumb line for where I need to stand and what I need to do in situations. Okay. And do you
0: see, what kind of victories do you see when you, when you choose a word and you get to, you know, November, December, and you think back over, Mm -hmm. you know, those months, what kinds of victories do you feel like you, you have with the one word method over say a new year's resolution, for example?
3: Yeah, I guess I look back and I say, is my life more, filled with that now? Am I a better person? Have I made wise choices according to this plumb line over the year? Are we going to repeat it again next year, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> so it's
0: more about reflection and just, you know, seeing where yeah. you're at with it and how yeah. it feels.
1: Okay. Yeah. very mm-hmm. good.
0: Do you know what your word for 22 is going to be yet? I actually haven't even thought about it. (laughs) Well, that's okay. (laughs) If what comes to mind, if you had to pick a word right now,
3: (laughs) Uh, right now, oh, I think the thing that comes to mind right now is finality. Okay. That's interesting, huh? Interesting. I know, right? (laughs) Well, you'll have to see where that takes you. I know, right? (laughs) That could be scary. Because I want to finish some things up. (laughs) There you go. Completion. maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing to help others on their one word journey. I'm sure there's listeners that have done this and and just are enjoying our talk on it today. And then there's others who've never heard of it and they're thinking about whether or not it might be something they want to do. So your, your story helps in that. So thank you.
3: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Sammy.